unquote, you were born with wings, unquote. To fly, you have to jump. To jump means you have to risk. But without risk and leaning into possibility, without being off balance at times, we're nothing but rooted to the ground with your wings unused. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. This is episode number 20, Lean Into Possibility. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with and making your stories work for you. Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Our comfort zones are very comfortable places to be. They don't require vulnerability because vulnerability by nature is generally uncomfortable. They don't require risk because real risk, the risk that pushes you past your limits, is also not comfortable. Our comfort zones don't require discomfort, and so we love them. They are the happy place, but they are also the places that don't require growth, adventure, and possibility. The only stories you're going to be telling from your comfort zone are ones you've already told a dozen times before. Now, possibility is the flower born from the seed of risk, getting out of your comfort zone and leaning into the unknown. Possibility is where dreams and answers lie in wait where the unknown waits for you to pull back the veil. Possibility is the mystery that awaits you. That's where we're going today. What is possible for you? When we get dedicated, really serious about our lean, in fact, so serious that we actually lean so far that we jump off the cliff and start using our wings, the universe creates a wind that blows up from the canyons below us and supports our faith. German poet Goethe said, quote, Concerning all acts of initiative, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. And Christ said, Be it unto you according to your faith. In other words, when you believe enough you can fly, or in his case, walk on water. This podcast episode is really about bravery bravery and belief in possibility, and things yet unknown. It's about how we get to create our bigger, better life story by making sure that the stories currently raging in our minds are not holding our feet firmly to the ground while our wings ache with lost opportunity. Some of those stories look like, quote, Well, I have a good life. I'm fine with the way things are. Or, I can't go after that dream. It's too big. It's too bold. Who am I to deserve that? Or, my voice doesn't matter. Who cares about my story? There's lots of those stories out there. 
For those of you who don't follow extreme sports, sports like skiing, skydiving, surfing, motocross, etc., there is a phenomenon in human performance taking place over the past 20 years or so that is unprecedented. In the book, The Rise of Superman by Stephen Kotler, he tackles the question of how it is possible that suddenly, in the matter of one generation, human feats of possibility have surpassed, even quadrupled, in a matter of a very few years, what was once ever considered possible for the human body to do, for the human mind to do. It is a book about the impossible and how it is happening. Using some examples from the book, I'll show you what we're talking about. 25 years ago, the 360, a complete rotation on skis off of a jump, was the trick skiers were throwing. It was the cool thing in the Warren Miller ski movies, and I can attest to this truth. I was there. I practiced them season after season. They were the trick that announced you were in the top posse on the hill. And now, just two decades later, kids like six-year-olds are landing 360s, and they're considered an entry trick. Okay? In 2011, only two decades later, Bobby Brown threw the world's first triple cork, 1440, which is four spins and three flips and all off-axis. That is almost unfathomable forward progress and possibility, just from a matter of degrees comparison, right? World records are broken almost as fast as they are created now, which from an evolutionary standpoint is unexplainable. The rate at which physical prowess evolved in what was possible was never something that could be measured within a generation. Another example Cutler uses, as he shares many in the book, is how not long ago Evil Knievel decided to try that harrowing attempt of jumping a motorcycle over a line of buses. It was such a huge and unheard of undertaking that people across the world tuned in to watch him risk life and limb. These days, on any given weekend in arenas all over the world, you can watch dozens of riders jumping similar distances, only doing backflips as they go. Kayakers are another example. In 1997, Tao Behrman blew minds when he dropped a straight drop waterfall of 83 feet in Veracruz, Mexico. In the following decade, the record was pushed to 98 feet, and then 127 feet. Then kayakers entered the water at greater speeds, and just over a decade later, Tyler Brandt plunged 189 feet off Washington State's Palouse Falls having more than doubled the incredible record that pushed the boundaries of what we all thought was even possible for the human body to live through. And this evolution within these extreme sports is happening at an unprecedented rate of advancement. Many more examples are shared and a much more thorough groundwork is laid in the book. I highly recommend it. And here's the spoiler. As this extreme speed of human physical and psychological progression is being studied, it has been discovered that this type of peak performance is possible because of flow. Flow is basically a state of meditation, mental focus. It is believing in and entering the zone. And it is allowing humans to redefine the impossible into the possible. To do what often appears to be defying gravity and often defying death. In Wayne Dyer's book, Wishes Fulfilled, interestingly, he discusses a very similar topic in a completely different way. 
Dr. Dyer is famous for his spiritual leadership of teaching others the power of the mind to create the life, health, abundance, whatever they want. He says, quote, there's a level of awareness available to you that you are probably unfamiliar with. It extends upward and transcends the ordinary level of consciousness that you're most accustomed to. At his higher plane of existence, which you and every human being who has ever lived can access at will, the fulfillment of wishes is not only probable, but it is guaranteed. Dr. Dyer is talking about the power of the mind to create and remove boundaries for ourselves. He is stating from his personal experience and many other experiences from people that he's worked with, how we have the power within our own minds and hearts to create, through faith and action, all the wishes of our hearts, our peak performance. Neville Goddard, one of the pioneering fathers of the law of imaging, said, quote, Health, wealth, beauty, and genius are not created. They are only manifested by the arrangement of your mind, that is, by your concept of yourself. And your concept of yourself is all that you accept and consent to as true." Unquote. In other words, what you believe, who you believe yourself to be, what you believe you can do, what you believe you are worthy and capable of. It's about belief. So what is your dream? For one minute, I want you to suspend all the disbelief you've built up. Get rid of the stories about why it's not possible or why you aren't moving forward. And just imagine that nothing is in your way. What would you do? What would you want to be? What is your dream career or way of living? What would your dream relationship be like? What does real fulfillment look like to you? If money was not an option, what would you be or say or do? Now say it out loud. What did that sound like? What did that feel like? Now, what if you just went for it? What if you moved into 100% possibility? You may not know where it will lead or where the path is even taking you, but what if you took the first step? What is the worst that could happen? And what is the best that could happen? Take a moment and think about those answers. This is where, like we discussed in episode 7, the heroes get in the arena and face the fears. The fear of failure, the fear of wasted time and money, the fear of looking stupid. I get all these fears. I understand the fears, but we aren't focusing on those today. We are focusing on what's possible when you stop looking at the fear and you start looking at the prize. There is a saying in mountain biking, look where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. Interpreted, it basically means don't look at the rock you don't want to hit. And when you round a bend and there's a drop-off, don't look down the drop-off. Look at the line around the rock. Look at the trail that rides past the drop-off. See the path ahead, not the things that could stop you. When you start living in 100% possibility, you get to start living big. And that is 100% possible. Unless you tell yourself it isn't. Whether you tell yourself a thing is possible or impossible, you are right. Your mind is very powerful. Back to Christ saying again, Be it unto you according to your faith. I really believe he was giving us a key to universal law, a key to the power inside us. I want to tell you that if you'll step into action, if you'll step into belief, 
If you will allow your inner voice and the things you intuitively know about what you are here to do, to take control and push past all the stories that stand in the way, you get to use your powers to manifest into being the things that you want. Here's where some story techniques come in. If you want something different than what you've been getting, you first must change your belief about what is possible for you. If you change what you believe, you will change what you do. So what do you believe about your potential, about your dreams, about your life? There is no doubt that most of us are not the ultimate athletes that are currently challenging the concepts of possibility. We are not all spiritual powerhouses dedicated to the life of developing spiritual powers that take us beyond the realms that most ever access. But these folks show us what is possible, show us the power of our own minds. They blaze the trail, create a model, and say, look what you can do if only you believe. Look what's possible. While we are all at different levels on the path of understanding and using the powers of our own minds, and most may not be a Dr. Dyer or Neville Goddard or one of the extreme athletes mentioned earlier, we are people with dreams and lives to live. Those dreams matter because I believe the things we are drawn to, the things we dream of being and doing, are the voices of our destiny and potential calling us. If we ignore them, we ignore our own longing to become. And what if you were the next great fill-in-the-blank? You probably are. But we are also people who fight diseases, who struggle to feel acceptable, who fight against shame, who get to work and put food on the table, who take care of aging parents and young toddlers. We are people who have brilliant lives to create and tragic trials to overcome. And understanding the power of our own minds and using it like a muscle over and over until we are stronger and more capable is our evolutionary and even spiritual heritage. But first, we need to know we have this power. And then we need to believe in it. Now let's be clear, no one is saying that breaking the barriers of what seems possible is a cakewalk. Kotler and the Rise of Superman shares the story of Danny Wei, the first skateboarder to jump the Great Wall of China. I don't have time to lay out the whole scene, but the mega ramp was steeper and crazier than anything someone would consider skating down. When he did the trial run, shoddy ramp construction sent him into the mountain. His ankle was shattered. He was rushed to the hospital with the ankle fracture and his torn ACL, but he left before they could diagnose him because he didn't want to know the extent of the injuries. He wanted to do the jump. Barely able to walk, the next day he climbs 10 flights of stairs to get to the top of the ramp. More than 125 million Chinese people are watching him. But this is not just a skater shooting down something like a ski ramp on a skateboard planning to launch further than anyone on a skateboard has ever done. But it's a feat that will require absolute precision of his ankle and knee. If they give, even by a fraction of an inch, he's going to fly off the side and die. Kotler points out that most people can't even stand on a broken ankle. But when all was said and done, Danny not only stood on it without give, but also withstood four Gs of pressure going into that quarter pipe on the landing. 1G is the force of gravity. Formula 1 drivers pull 2Gs when cornering. 
Astronauts on takeoff suffer 3Gs. Most people black out at 5Gs. What Danny Way did was so extraordinary it defies explanation. Danny Way is very clear when he says, you want to know how I did something like jump the Great Wall on a fractured ankle? He says, I can't really answer that. All I can tell you is that when I'm pushing the edge, skating beyond my abilities, it's always a meditation in the zone. In other words, it's the power of his mind taking him to be able to overcome and compete at a level that frankly shouldn't even be possible. But it's his mind. To stay comfortable is to stay the same. Your thinking stays the same. Your actions stay the same. Living your best life and creating possibility means facing some fear and discomfort, jumping out of the comfort zone. If what you have to do makes you uncomfortable, you're on the right path. Eleanor Roosevelt said, do one thing every day that scares you. She didn't say that because she thought it would be funny to have a country full of scared people. No, she said it because she knew that fear holds us back from so much living. Because she knew that the great men and women of the earth are the ones facing fear every day. It's how they make the big things happen. When I started making this podcast, I was afraid of looking stupid. I was afraid of wasting my time. I was afraid of failure. But if I hadn't pushed past every one of those fears over and over, I'd still be a woman at home, comfortable with extra time watching TV or some other wasted space, living with a buried idea that felt too big and having no idea what I was missing, the people I was missing, the ideas I was missing, the opportunities I was missing. Every podcast I write, I'm putting my work out on the table. I'm telling stories that are often very personal and vulnerable to me. But without the vulnerable stories, you wouldn't really connect with the content. So I keep it real and vulnerable, and I keep leaning into possibility. We had a training meeting in my office the other day, and the speaker shared a great insight I hadn't heard before. He said, when there is something that you don't yet know how to do or you aren't good at, add the word yet to the end of the sentence because that one word opens the door to possibility. So it looks like this. I don't know how to set up an email campaign yet. Or I don't know how to ride a bucking bronco yet. Or I can't juggle jello cubes yet. You see how it opens the door to a future, to a time when you will, if you want to? I love it. Next time you find yourself making statements about what you can't do, add that yet and see how it changes your appreciation, even your options for the future. More and more we are coming as a people to understand that there is a great deal we don't understand about the human mind. That we are powerful beyond what we understand. But we have tremendous models showing us that we have power to create, to overcome, to be. And that these dreams, milestones, achievements, possibilities for business ventures, for relationships, for personal performance, for creation of all types, begins in the mind, begins with the stories we believe about ourselves, our power, our possibility, our worthiness. This is the key. Now insert it into the lock and release the stories that limit your life. 
Then get ready to work and blow the world away with your power to make the difference you want to make in the time you are here. Go big because you can. Because you have the power to dream, declare, and deliver if only you believe. Have fun out there creating great life stories and telling the ones that make you strong. Your challenge for the week is to take a minute and journal about the questions I proffered earlier in the podcast. If you went for it, if you took action and started living and moving toward your big dream, what is the worst that could happen? That's the first question. The second one is, what is the best that could happen? Take a moment and think about or journal about those questions. And remember, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Go to www.loveyourstorypodcast.com and sign up for our weekly inspiration email and pass this podcast along to one of your friends, please. Thanks, and I'll see you next week on the next episode of Love Your Story Podcast. Thank you.